Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast app you use and found us on, or twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Yeah, hey, maybe you prefer watching us on video form the day We're after. We're pretty good-looking guys, to be honest. We're all right, you. you know. Yeah, like, yeah, we're I, no I, I'd watch us. Yeah, you know? why not? You're wearing like a QT Marshall shirt today. Uh, I, I just haven't changed from work. I've been very a black lazy. polo, just a black polo shirt. Yeah, it's not quite a bowling shirt. But yeah, it's, it's, it's giving me like Charlie Sheen vibes. Okay. Like, hey, he's a good-looking guy, too. (laughs) He did all right. He did okay for himself. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can find us on the YouTube and the Twitch and uh, watch us when we go live for these kinds of things. But you can check out the replays or you're listening to us wherever you found us. And we appreciate that. And uh, welcome to the show. We're your NXT friends. Friends. Yeah. Oh, my voice is going. I couldn't do Uh, that. Now you're like Peter Brady or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talk about NXT every week, every Tuesday here at Up Next. So, hello if you're if you're new to us, welcome. Yeah, uh, we talk about NXT. We talk about other stuff. We do uh, usually have a a show on Wednesdays called BD Elite, um, which is kind of on a hiatus, but not really because uh, for the month of August we're joining John Pollock on post wrestling. Uh, to talk about uh, AEW every Wednesday for Rewinded Dynamite. So don't worry if you if you feel like, oh, what happened to BD Elite last week? It's just on the post-wrestling uh, network there, yeah. so you can check that out. We have a residency with John Pollock yeah, and Post Wrestling. brief re- residency with Post. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a lot of fun last week chatting to John. We'll be doing that all again tomorrow night. So make sure you join that, youtube.com slash post-wrestling, for all our thoughts on AEW. But today's Tuesday. Today's not 
AEW Day. It's NXT Day. That's right. So we're here to talk about the road to Heat Wave. 2.0 Tuesdays. Yeah. Heat Wave next week. Next week. NXT Heat Wave, which we'll uh, jump into the, the card and some predictions. But uh, yeah, uh, some good stuff. But I feel like if you've been watching other wrestling from WWE, you might be seeing some familiar NXT faces mm. pop up. I mean, we pour one out when people get released. What happens when they show up? We pour them in. We pour them back in. So you take in. a shot, I guess, for all the people back from the dead here, meaning Karrion Cross showing up on SmackDown. Yeah. Looks like he's slotted into that main picture right away. It seems yeah, like, like, do you see him actually being inserted to the match? I, yeah. Uh, maybe. Um, yeah, Cross is an interesting one. I can't say I've ever been, like, really into his wrestling. I always thought the presentation of him in NXT was great and felt very main roster and can certainly see you doing things. I think we always said, just need to see him mix it up with the big lads, mixing yeah. up with Roman, with Drew, with Lashley, like with Sheamus. That, that kind of crop of people you see him slotting right into. Uh, he did have moments, I think, his... His stuff with like Finn was pretty good. That five way was pretty good uh, on NXT last year. So uh, yeah, he's he's shown he can do stuff at times. So interesting, but yeah, very much NXT presentation, the entrance, Scarlet, Scarlet. the hourglass, all of that. Uh, very interesting. Yeah, it's it's cool to see him really control his narrative <laughs> when it comes to his character. Uh, I guess. He, he skipped out on them, and I, I don't think I think they're going to cease to exist if they're. Oh, how can you go on without Cross? Yeah, I was. I, it's a shame because I was going to. I was looking into getting you tickets for your birthday. Oh, really? For, no, I, you can. I don't think they could cross the border. Wait, wait till uh, WES actually happens because yeah? I'll, I'll go home for that, that for sure. That's uh, what Authors the of Authors pain, of Pain show, NFT right. show, <laughs> <laughs> NFT show. They're, they want to do NFTs and stuff in the metaverse and all that. Are you trying to sell me an NFT? Always, always. Stop it. You know what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, Karrion Cross coming back. That is, Hey, I, I, I know that he had some mis, mishaps in NXT, meaning he got injured right when he won the title. That instantly affects your, mm-hmm. like, your run and like the, where you, it kind of stops you dead in your tracks. And he, he had a, he had his moments there, but then of course the, I kept joking when that, when it was going down, when he kept losing the Jeff Hardy in two mm-hmm. minutes on Rod, and then he wore that mask. mask. Yeah, it was really weird. So I, I don't want to just say this guy sucks because look at what we've seen, but like give him a kind of a chance to, to do what he kind of yeah. was trying to do. So it is cool to see that kind of happen. And then in something even a bit more interesting to me, at least was the, the whole angle they did with Dexter Loomis. Yeah, and I, I feel Dexter, both you and I, was someone who really grew on us uh, during his time in NXT, where by the time, but I feel the beginning of his gimmick, neither of us could really care about this guy. Yeah. By the time he got released, we were like, oh man, Dexter, they had they had something quite good going there. I mean, when, he, when he, they showed him on USA Network in bed with Indy Hartwell and him just holding up the whole thing of condoms yeah <laughs> uh we go wow he made it look at this yeah. guy look how far he's come with the the funny comedy that they did but uh i i really enjoyed what uh, they did with him in nxt and it was kind of interesting to see when they let him go and hit, bringing him back you would imagine they do something with the way like wouldn't wouldn't have the rod this week been the best time to bring in uh, Johnny Gargano, or is this like a whole like ploy? Is this a whole start of something to do it? Uh, 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe this is the start. They've been name-dropping him, sort of the... Uh, Champa did the Gargano escape on Raw. Yeah, uh, they've they've sort of done little hints at Johnny Gargano. Maybe it's kind of he's the big one. We get through all these sort of other uh, other guys. Kind of for me and for a lot of fans, maybe less interesting signings, but still kind of cool seeing people come back. It's definitely feeling that Triple H stamp. But maybe big building up to a bigger event for Gargano to make his way. To, any, uh, yeah. to WWE. The way. The way. Yeah, I mean, Johnny, I guess sitting out, having a kid, maybe it worked out and he can, can be brought in to be this big, big star maybe in WWE. I mean, I think this is what's interesting right now. We saw pretty much this time last year in September with, you know, uh, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Adam Cole, uh, all these people jumping over to AEW and stuff. And it's really weird now that WWE basically just doing that with people they've had already. Yeah. It's all these ex-WWE guys ex -WWE joining guys. WWE. Yeah. Like, what is this? Uh, but it's it's kind of cool that they can do it. And it it definitely does make me a bit more interested. I thought um, the, the angle on Raw was actually quite interesting, how they did it. And sort of uh, not really bringing full... Of, attention to Dexter Loomis trying to make out like almost it was a just a a shoot like an intruder trying to come in uh I I thought the idea was was pretty good and I liked seeing them trying to do new things didn't think it maybe an execution was as good as it could have been but I appreciate the the effort I mean I said it last week if you listen to Rewind Dynamite I said all you need to do in wrestling is have Attempted manslaughter with a car. Yeah. Vehicle manslaughter Always. attempts. And they did it on Raw. So both shows doing almost murder with cars. Love so, it. I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, I'm interested. I, I'm a huge Gargano fan. And if this is a, a way, like you said, to bring him in and do all this, then yeah, you have my attention. At this point, I don't want to see him in AEW. No. Right no, now. No, no, no. Sure, there, there are matches. I'd love to see him. Yeah. People I'd love to see him work with. But this is the time, I think. If yeah. there was ever a time to re-sign with WWE, I think it's now. We know he's a Triple H guy. You you just look, the attention Champ has had in these two yeah. weeks, two, three weeks since Triple H has taken over. Um, it's, oh, I think they did a reference to doing it yourself as well. On right, Raw. that's right. Um, yeah, there's, this is the time for Gargano to be there. And finally, whereas all these years we go, and you saw it, he's, Gargano pretty much left because it's like, well, my, Time has ran out here in NXT, and there ain't going to be a place for me on the main roster, so I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. it's It could work out perfectly. It really could for him, looking at it now. Like, yeah, and they need to, to have, like, some some stars being pushed again, some new new stuff. And Champa obviously, is someone that instantly is proving himself. You gave him a microphone. Doesn't matter if he's with the Miz. People are like, oh, who's this guy? If you don't, if you weren't familiar, mm. if you know, you're maybe not a hardcore fan. But to to bring in some of the other people that I'm sure this isn't even the end of like what some changes and some other people being brought up and maybe NXT call ups and and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, if this is it's so far so good. They're mm. they're instantly changing things little by little and and bringing in different people. Whether you know, carrying cross it's sink or swim. I think for him now, yeah. he's got to put on some some really good matches. But 
Gargano coming in. There's so many, like, down the line. Gargano, Seth, obviously. Gargano, Cody. Gargano, literally anyone he's never faced in, in what WWE. What kind of reaction do you think he'd get? Obviously, we're, we're massive Gargano fans, yeah. but not everyone does watch NXT. And right. you get those kind of, you know, just Monday Night Raw watchers. Yeah. Uh, if you debuted him, say, at uh, the Cardiff show... UK crowd, which tend to be quite smart. Okay. Do you think that could be a, a good place? Because it's, we saw with Cody, it's about presentation, sure. right? You have, you present someone as a star, people buy him as a star. Do you think that would be too big a place to kind of bring in a Gargano? Uh, yeah, I, I did. Th- I did think it would be this raw, but just because in it was Cleveland. where, he, yeah, just because it's where he's from. So I'm like, all right, that makes sense. But I guess maybe they do have some plans. Maybe it, maybe he's not coming back for a while. Maybe he's the Royal Rumble entrant. You know, maybe you mm-hmm. know, maybe he's, maybe we're looking way too into this that they're setting something else up. But there there seems to be something going on. There seems to be cooking something up there, Papa Triple H. And yeah, I am a Johnny Gargano fan, so I am kind of interested. That will. You know, if you were to hey Johnny versus whoever is happening on Raw, yeah, I'd, I would tune in to watch mm-hmm. that. Uh, also, nothing, absolute nothing, is stopping them from booking Johnny Gargano versus Io Shirai one on one. But like, that's <laughs> that's just a WWE problem, I guess. They need to do more of that because some crazy dream matches for sure. Uh, it's crazy that um, that this is happening. I mean, Vince McMahon leaving WWE is the biggest story for WWE ever, especially as someone who, if you've been watching for a long, long, long time. Wrestling feels like it's going in a different direction for WWE, which is super cool. They're going to use the word wrestling again. That's awesome. So I'm super excited to... The word hospital is used Hospital, the other day. not a medical facility. Ah. Yeah, things like that are just like instantly going to make it uh, better. So I'm pretty uh, stoked to, to, to watch. And I do think Sasha Banks... Uh, will be making her way back. Um, I, I just, I, it makes sense. I can yeah, see I, them going after I, her for sure. I mean, I wonder if you do anything with the, this tag tournament that's going on. Obviously, they're not in the brackets, but maybe whoever wins this thing, you could have Naomi and Sasha come out to like just stare down. Yeah. I mean, with their belts, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Sasha and Naomi are like the last entrant in this thing. They win the whole thing. They get, they get the titles again. They're two-time tag champions, and Triple H takes his winning photo with Sasha, but he's in the other end of the room for the photo. What do you mean? <laughs> Did you see Sasha Banks' Comic-Con photos? Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that like no touching kind of thing? So I totally, get, sort of thing? I totally get yeah. it because wrestling fans are weird, yeah, and we've yeah. seen so many weird photos of fan expo, not just wrestling fans, mm. just Comic-Con fans or whatever, but the photo ops for Sasha Banks and Naomi are like a meter away from the per- mm. from the person these photos look so ridiculous right. i get it you shouldn't you shouldn't be touching but like can we can you not do better than that like yeah. it just looks so <laughs> imagine spending i don't know 100 bucks whatever it is to meet this person no you and didn't meet them you're you're like two meters away yeah, I don't that's know. <laughs> it looks so hokey and looks so carny and i i again i'm not saying well they, they should be able to no there's you don't need to touch them but like to stand next to them would be nice yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. For a meet and greet. Yeah. Uh, pose, a, you know, do the boss pose. Literally figures, that kind anything. Of thing. Like, <laughs> there's the one, well, there's the ones with uh, Avril Lavigne, isn't there? Whether it's no touching, but yeah. you stood awkwardly next to, like, arms behind your sides. It's still better than this, but yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, you've got to do something. There's got to be a way to, to figure it out. I just think it looks so funny. And I mean, yeah. you know, again, yeah, some people get, take these things and touch people and hug them and you, they don't want that. And then COVID world is still a thing and all that. But like, it just, can you not just, yeah. you know. 
I still think the destination, and I think I mentioned this uh, yeah. last week, should be uh, women's war games at Survivor Series. And you can have okay. Sasha and Naomi join, what is it, like uh, Asuka, Alexa, and Bianca. Okay. You could take on Bailey, EO, Dakota, and find two other heels to join them. Yeah, it'd be wild. Like, I think that could be something you could build to. Do it. They should. Why not? Because you see the focus, both, both on this show tonight, NXT, and the main roster. That's what WWE is doing best right now. It's the women's division. And for all the, the stuff we love about AEW, I think it's night and day when it comes to the women's wrestling, uh, where, like, the, they're, they're the stars. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Bianca on, on Raw, she's the star right now. Uh, I think that would be something pretty cool. Or do it on TV. You know, a big... Do a big themed draw. We see they do these themed NXTs, themed like Heat Wave next week. Yeah, yeah. Start trying that with the main roster. Do a, a branded SmackDown live on Fox where you can have a big stipulation match like that. That would be all right. And, and I mean, bringing war games into main roster stuff would be cool, especially when Cody's back. Because you know he wants to be oh, absolutely. in a war 100%. games match for sure. You're saying that's an, that's a, an end game possibility for you. When I mean, I can't wait. We'll, I think we'll dive into it a bit more tomorrow on Rewind to Dynamite. Can't wait to talk to Pollock about the true endgame because we're in the endgame now. Because someone had some Twitter fingers yesterday or today, meaning okay. Kota Ibushi. Right. Saying he is very interested in doing some shows with AEW. Nice. And, and apparently wants to get the lovers back together. Interesting. And says, dream opponent. Is Hangman Adam Page. All right. So, nice. hey. He's still, like, he's with New Japan, but not doing anything with New Japan right Yeah, now. is he running away from the Yakuza? What's he Something doing? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Shout out Kota Ibushi. That would be great. But, yeah, uh, again, wrestling's going in a great direction. I'm really excited to see the next few months, and especially the next, like, year or so. Wrestling could be pretty wild. Mm. Uh, yeah. And, um I mean, we got a, a bunch of time. It's August, but if anyone's interested in going or are planning on going to the AEW shows in Toronto when they do happen, we will be uh, planning some some things. And I promise that if you if you want a photo with us, a it'll it'll be free, and also you can hug me if you want. Ah, uh, speak for yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hugger, though. Yeah, I am a hugger. Yeah, yeah. As our friend Eric Marcotte learned. When we both we both met him and we're yeah. like, ah, oh, we're huggers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, uh, we'll jump into some NXT. I do want to <sighs> let people know we got some other podcasts coming out because next week is NXT Heat Wave, mm-hmm. and we thought, what a perfect opportunity to talk about a great pay per view in a special review from the six ECW Heat Wave. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. It's pretty much the highest rated uh, ECW show. Ever. Like you look on Cage Match, it's the it's the highest rated one there. It seems to be the one you look at all these lists. What is the best ECW pay per view? This one keeps coming up. Yeah. We have talked about uh, Masato Tanaka uh, versus Mike Awesome. Yeah, before, uh, but there's a whole lot else on this show that we've never talked about. So really looking forward to that to get into the heat wave mood. Yeah, uh, we love doing classic pay per view reviews on the Patreon and t- chatting about old ECW is a ton of fun mm. and you know bill alfonso is going to be on the show with his with whistle, his whistle. So, his we're, so we're always excited yeah. to talk 
But Heat Wave 98, I, I have watched this pay-per-view quite a few times. It's up there. So super excited to chat about some Heat Wave. Uh, we just also did a Up Yours with Rob McDonald, our, one of our world champ patrons, who picked That's right. Man of Steel. Mm. So if you're a Superman comic book fan and all that, go check out that review if you haven't already. But then a no- hey, good chat with Rob. Some really yeah. uh, different opinions on this film between the three of us. And in, you can hear me and you probably spend 20 minutes talking about Dean Cain as the best Superman oh, of all 100%, time. Yeah. <laughs> That was no, a fun show. Of a doubt. But Rob knew his Rob is Rob heard us do the Batman reviews and was like, "Okay, I got to f- help fill in the gaps for you guys." So that's why I picked this, but he he brought some Superman knowledge to us. And then we talk about best Superman music, all sorts of different stuff. That was a fun show. Uh, but then we got another show that we're recording tomorrow, which is another World Champ pick. And boy, I'm excited to talk about this cuz it's one of my favorite movies, Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. Jackie Chan. I'm super excited. Yeah, we've done a, a couple of Jackie Chan uh, films before. Rush Hour. Uh, we did Rush Hour. I'm sure we've done another one. Have we not? Have we not? Have we not done the tuxedo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Don't get me started. Yeah, th- this should be really fun. We're joined by world champion Justin. Who's yes. picked this one for us. Justin. Shout out, Justin, because this, this review is going to be a ton of fun. I, I loved this movie growing up. Uh, I always I had TBS here in Canada, and they'd always play this movie in the afternoon. And then for some reason, it would maybe lead into or play after WCW and stuff like that. But uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, awesome. Jackie Chan. So that review is coming out as well. And on top of that, for our world champion patrons, uh, we have just recorded a brand new episode of Behind the BDE, uh, which will be dropping probably like tomorrow. Yeah, I'll I'll probably upload it after uh, we do this show here tonight. So world champs, you'll get that exclusive show where we we talk about everything. Mm -hmm. Talk about seeing some celebrities. Talk about pranks we pulled on our teachers. We talked about some interesting we things. We always go all over the place. Yeah. No script. We just see where, yeah. where we go. Where it takes we, us. We let every uh, distraction take us somewhere else. Exactly. Uh, so go check us out. Uh, World Champ tier, that's, that's uh, our elite group of patrons, and we appreciate them. There are, there are pillars here. But if you want to listen to most of these shows, the North American tier is five bucks, and you get access to all these podcasts like the reviews and the movie. NXT was next. We did a retro NXT review last week as well. We're all over the place. It's only five bucks. It equals to pennies per podcast. Absolutely. I bought a coffee today for $6, and I thought, wow, you could get all these podcasts for less than what I Less paid for this coffee. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was a good coffee, but six bucks. Uh, it was near, uh, it was near, I don't remember the name of it, but it was over the, the view, broad view and something. Okay. The, the view of the city. I feel six bucks is standard. It's, it's like, normal. Yeah. It's normal. Like a good coffee. Yeah. It was, all, yeah. it was a pretty good coffee. Yeah. Good. But good. Still, yeah. But for less than that, you could get our podcast. All, every, yeah. Everything. Everything. Exactly. Hundreds and hundreds of shows. Yeah. Um, we will get into some NXT, but I do want to just pour one out. Oh, Sandy. Oh. Rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, true. I mean, we, we've, we've done our Power Rangers reviews and talk about the Pink Ranger being most people's first crush, but yeah. I don't think that's the case. Olivia Newton-John, yeah. Sandy, Grease. Gre- greatest heel turn, baby face turn in history. It's kind of backwards. You look at it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I finished work yesterday. I yeah. sat up my bar, had a couple of drinks when the news came out and just went to the... The system put on hopelessly devoted to you, physical, and we all we all had a little sing song. Uh, but yeah, sad. It's Greece is like Greece is the word, you know. It's yeah, uh, OG American music. I feel like everyone's seen, whether you admit it or not, everyone's seen this, or at least 
sung one of the songs at a wedding or whatever. Oh, yeah. Summer um, Lovin' right exactly. now is a banger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. It is uh, all time. It ha- I think it could be the best musical, for me at least. Like it, 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 I've watched it a million times. I probably know every line like mm. in the songs and, and stuff. But yeah, R.I.P. Uh, we'll have to watch that, review that sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, reenact it. Who who would you be if you were in Greece? Would you? Are you a Danny? I'm not a Danny. No, I'd be. Uh, Who's that annoying friend? Yeah, I would be, I'd be that, that guy. One. I'd be that. You one. wouldn't be that guy. No, what I think mean? I think that's that's who I'd play if I was. What? Like, yeah. No, you're selling yourself short. Here okay. I am saying I'd be the shithead, but I, no. I wouldn't be Danny. Um, I'll be Danny then. It's fine. I, neither of us are Danny. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, be Frenchy. I'd play for the other side. <laughs> uh, I'll be uh, the beauty school dropout. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, I thought you were going to say pour one out for Johnny Ace, but, you know. Ah, no, fuck him. <laughs> Fair enough. He doesn't get it. No, He doesn't get he, a pour he one get, out? He gets his pour one out in a trash bag sent to his house. How yeah, about I hope that? they sent all his shit to yeah. him like that. His skateboard in a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, should we talk about some NXT? Let's do it. All right. NXT 2.0 from August 9th, 2022. From the Capital Wrestling Center. We get a bit of a, a different open this week. It's very quick promos from everyone featured in the main matches tonight. We start with Trick and Mello hyping up the rounds match between Trick and Wes Lee. Uh, Mello says, float like a... Uh, sorry, Trick says, float like a butterfly, cry like Wes Lee. Ah. Um, and then Wes says he's going to come at him swinging. And Trick's jaw is going to be nothing but glass after he shatters it tonight. Uh, Cora says she will eliminate Zoe Stark just like she eliminated Roxy from her life. And then Tony D'Angelo saying, let's see what happens when we meet face to face right here. And the camera pans out and we see he's waiting at his at his pad, his very fancy yeah. garden with fountains and stuff where very nice. him and Santos are going to lay down the terms. They're going to put this to bed once and for all. Uh, kind of like this open, actually, just hyping everything for the night. Yeah, it's not a bad idea to do this every week, actually, and I hope they continue to because it just reminds you. Because we were right as the show was starting, we were we we were turning it on, and we we're like, "What do you? What is the show tonight? What is, what is mm. the show?" And then they quickly remind you. So it's it's not. It's a bad something idea. that uh, NXT's always been good at, yeah, and it's something they've maintained through the transition to 2.0 is promoting ahead. They often have matches lined up for next week and yeah. and usually the week after as well. Uh, which I'd like to see being implemented more on the main roster moving forward. But yeah, I thought this was a smart way to open the show. And then we go to Kiana James versus Nikita Lyons. Uh, This came after Kiana James had a PowerPoint presentation explaining why uh, a lady like Nikita Lyons is bringing down the NXT women's division. Yeah, she's she crunched all the numbers. She put a PowerPoint presentation together and explained it to the world. Why Nikita is a terrible person. She should have just played clips of her on that reality show that everyone seemed to be sharing on, right. on Twitter this week. But, uh, yeah. So, so Nikita then clapped back and said, like, I'm not ashamed of who I am. Who I, I feel am. like it was a, the similar thing we've seen someone already do with Nikita. Like, your mom was a groupie. And she's like, yeah. So. Yeah, but that was Kiana James. No, so. but we've seen well, when Nikita like just came in. Okay. Yeah. I can't recall, right. but, uh, someone did it. So uh, earlier today, Zoe and Nikita, uh, sorry, Zoe Stark is with Nikita backstage earlier today as they've been announced to be part of the 
uh, main roster women's tag team title tournament. Yeah, so Nikita and Zoe are in the WWE women's yeah. tag tournament. Yeah, crazy. I heard on uh, Rewind a Raw yesterday they suggested that this match should actually be on NXT. Okay, that they should fair enough. It, which I kind of think would be a, a good idea. Yeah. Um, bit of cross-promotion. Um, but they say that they're on, they've been on different journeys in NXT, but now they will come together and kind of show everyone why they should be the tag team champions. Um, and they say we have an advantage with the main roster not really knowing who we are because uh, we can surprise them because we've we've seen their stuff a lot and kind of get the upper hand over them. It's cool that they're doing more cross promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Nikita James gets Nikita. Sorry. Uh, Kiana <laughs> James gets Nikita in the corner and just starts doing these double slaps to the chest. And then Nikita just shoves her right back, knocking her on her bum. Uh, Kiana catches Nikita with an elbow. And then starts to target the knee. Uh, at one point, Nikita gets her knee, like leg caught up in the ropes and Kiana's just kicking away at the knee. She even throws it into the ring steps at one point and applies a, a kind of modified figure four, just putting all this pressure on the knee. Uh, Lion starts to fight back with some kicks uh, using that weak leg. And this for me is kind of where the, the match sort of fell apart because we've had quite a while all this work on the knee and Nikita limping. And now she's kicking, does a kip up onto the knee <laughs> and then does this awful looking cannonball in the corner, just completely missing Kiana's head, just bouncing this off was the, weird. Like the second turnbuckle, yeah. not doing anything. Look, I, I think Nikita, since coming to WWE, since being on TV, like has shown some impressive stuff, mm. but it was odd. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, okay, I get the selling and that's great. You're learning like all that stuff and wrestling and, and then you're doing kip ups and like every, all of a sudden you're not injured at all. Like, like you see it sometimes where someone doesn't move and they're like, ah, oh, they're fighting through the pain and they're yeah. throwing everything at it. But this wasn't it. It was like, okay, injury's over. And then, and then to do the cannonball, well, sorry, to not do the cannonball, like just missing it completely. It's yeah. just, just really funny. There's a few, if there's a few straight seconds of just like, Odd stuff happening, yeah. yeah. Uh, the numbers just weren't adding up they for weren't this up. Kiana James match. Nikita goes to the pin on Kiana, but Kiana makes it to the ropes. And then Kiana goes for a pin herself using the ropes for leverage, but the referee catches it. And then Nikita hits her finishing kind of spin, rolling spin kick yeah. to the head and then does her leg splits finisher again. All of these moves, <laughs> like you're now just leaping up and landing on your knee. To squash Kiana uh, and Nikita Lyons wins here. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Kiana James. I do. They've been actually giving Kiana quite a lot. Like this was by no means a squash. Uh, Kiana was actually dominant through most of the match. So I always find that interesting how they position someone because sometimes it will just be Lyons comes in and hits her stuff and wins. And yeah. then other people like Kiana here, clearly they don't want to just outright be destroyed. Because there's strengths in numbers. There's strengths in numbers. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought there was some good stuff between... I actually do think both of them are pretty impressive, mm. but this didn't click uh, for me that, that much. No, it was, the, it was the knee stuff that kind of bothered me and a few missed, missed things here. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And, and not to sound like a, like a complete idiot, but I feel like Nikita's gear is, is kind of strange. She's got usually like a, like almost like a superhero outfit and then like a white bra that kind of doesn't fit like what she was wearing so i'm not sure like it, it's because it's, it's white it looks like a bra and uh any sort of uh british listeners will know what i mean when i say uh 
like Judy Finnegan at the TV awards is what it reminds me of. Is that just a white, she wore a white bra? Her just, she was doing a speech and her whole top just like oh. popped open and she didn't realize and her bra's just there. It's nice. It's just the color. The color, this color's weird. Yeah. It, when she's been in the black and green, you don't notice it, but it's just the white stuff. It just looks like a malfunction. It looks as if, like, yeah, right. it's just you haven't done up, you haven't your, done up top. your top. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I'm not trying to be crude, I'm literally. Creepy, yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. it's just, the gear looks kind of weird. Yeah, and it, it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after the match, uh, Kiana James attacks Nikita with her handbag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As we're critiquing so women's uh, gear, and yeah. then we mention they use a handbag. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, this feud's going to continue? It, so. I guess so, yeah. Kiana's angry. Uh, we go now backstage to the Diamond Mine Dojo where uh, the Creed brothers are with Apollo Crews watching their match from last week. Uh, this is an ongoing th- thread throughout the, uh, throughout the show. Uh, and Apollo's just getting all excited in this match. He's like, oh, I love it. I love to see it, guys. What great stuff. Um, Julius says, uh, well, Apollo, you see things that other people don't always see. And Apollo's about to bring up something when Roddy walks in. And, well, we saw Roddy the other week when when we said, oh, he clearly is happy about the news, Triple H being in power. He was all happy. Well, hood up, Roddy is back. He's pissed off. He's mad. He's asking why Apollo Crews is there. And Julius is like, hey, you got no right to be mad. Where were you last week? You promised you'd be there for the match and you didn't show up. And he went, well, I never intended to show up. It was a test to see if you could do it on your own. It was a test and you passed. And Brutus and Julius are mad. He's like, hey, you lied to us. That ain't the Diamond Mine way. Diamond Mine doesn't lie. <laughs> we learn all these new things. Diamond Mine are forever. And they don't and lie. Diamond Mine don't lie. Yeah. But if there's one thing you need to know about Diamond Mine, they don't lie. It's like the Goonies never say die, but Diamond Mine never say lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Apollo... Jumps in and he's like, yeah, man, that was shady what you did last week. Roddy says, look, you shouldn't be here in my dojo. And Apollo goes, well, how about, guys, you're watching all these videos. Maybe watch the six-man tag from two weeks ago. And Roddy says, well, how about instead I face you tonight and we can watch that film next week. Um, And Roddy says Diamond Mine will be in his corner because Diamond Mine is for life. (laughs) For life? Forever. Diamond Mind, don't lie. Diamond Mind, don't lie. <laughs> well, I can't lie. That was a little weird that this was a, a thing. But Roddy just being Roddy, being like, ah, it was a test. I'm enjoying pissed off Roddy. Roddy's just so, mad about nothing. Yeah, Roddy needs the, the Triple H main roster push. Yeah. Just be the workhorse guy up there. Why not? But I'm still interested in, in this. I, it's, it's the story I'm probably most interested in these yeah. guys because I like all the talents involved. And I like this setting of watching diamond mine as an athlete should do yeah. you, you watch the tapes and you find out okay how can we improve what do we do here i don't I know, do like this setting i don't know if it was this one because they they go they go back to them mm. like watching uh clips later and i like how uh julius and brutus called damon kemp dk dk hey dk watch this <laughs> i was like yeah nice they got little nicknames for each other so we then go back to another ongoing thing throughout the night. Lash Legend. Oh, yeah. She's with Malik Blade in his, his sweater vest and his red shirt. And she asks where Idris is and then says, actually, it doesn't matter because I don't like Idris Anofi. But what I do want to talk to you about is my match last week with Alba Fire. And she just keeps going on and it just fades away and cuts back to the ring. And they're like, yeah, we don't have enough time for Lash Legend. Here's, uh, here's Trick Williams. <laughs> yeah, uh... 
I'm happy they did that. Uh, they yeah. should have done, they should do that more often. Just cut away from someone talking yeah. like that. Uh, but sadly, we'll be seeing a lot more of Lash a later. A lot more. We go to Wesley versus Trick Williams in something quite different and not done before in NXT. Uh, or, well, NXT proper. Yeah. A rounds match. Rounds match. Yeah. What in the NXT UK is a rounds match? So it's six three-minute rounds with 20 seconds between each round. Uh, it's the first of four, two falls. So as soon as you get a pinfall submission, uh, that round is over immediately. And the first person to get to two wins. But you can win the match outright with a knockout or a DQ. Jeez. All right. Um, they do sort of more of like a boxing-like presentation here. They do the tail of the tape. They're showing kind of... Both guys like height and the reach and that kind of thing. Uh, Tale of the Tape is awesome and definitely a lost art in wrestling. It's so easy to do. Uh, but I loved how the Tale of the Tape for uh, Trick Williams yeah. on his like Tale of the Tape thing, it's like uh, best looking superstar on NXT roster <laughs> and future Ring Magazine cover uh, star. All right. His intangibles. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really, this is Matt facts essentially, yeah. uh, here. So liked it. Um, and even kind of the, the announcement from Alicia Taylor made it kind of just feel a little different here. They do the first round and both guys are in boxing gloves. So they have actual boxing gloves on and they're swinging for each other. Yeah. And it's kind of been part of the story. Trick Williams sort of doing his Muhammad Ali thing yeah. and Wesley <laughs> taking offense from it. Sure. Uh, so the first round, they, they kind of have a bit of a, a boxing match. And it's mainly Williams, who's obviously a lot taller, so got that reach, and just striking uh, Wes with all these uh, jabs to the face. Uh, Wes manages to get some body shots in. Uh, they're kind of ducking, doing these body shots. And then Williams then kind of does a leg takedown. And commentary remind us, yeah, this is still... It's not boxing rules. It's still a wrestling match. Yeah. So he takes Williams down and starts punching him on the mat. And uh, there's then, I think the crowd are chanting, Trick sucks. I wasn't sure if it was this sucks or Trick sucks. Uh, Trick then delivers a knee and starts punching away at Wesley in the corner. But Lee starts to fight back and is now unleashing on Trick. And it looks like Trick might be going down, but the first round is over. Yeah, uh, it's cool that it has a different presentation than a normal match. So it it, inst- it has my attention because I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out what exactly they're doing. Because at first I was confused. I'm like, oh, is this just a boxing match now? Um, what am I missing? But then they're like, no, no, they just because the the whole he thinks he's Muhammad Ali kind of thing. Yeah, and I I'm glad they so in the 20 second break, uh, Williams is like f this. Uh, actually, Mellow is like it's not working and pulls his gloves off. Yeah. So Wesley takes his gloves off as well. I loved Mellow's shirt. It oh, had yeah. Wes's face on it, but him crying yeah. like a few weeks ago, like when he was like the sad Wesley. So he's got that on his shirt, like crying. It's really mm. funny. Yeah, I- I'm glad they, I thought it was interesting for the first round doing the boxing. I'm glad they moved away from it. I thought, oh, we- we're not doing six rounds of this, yeah. are we? Because yeah. it's-, it's like whenever we've seen this kind of fake MMA thing, you know, we had that fake like Jake Hager Matching. Wardlow, yeah, like it. It looks, it looks yeah. bad, and it almost looks like celebrity boxing here. Uh, but for ju- just doing one round, I thought it was actually quite different, and I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, and it looked like there was some blood. I'm not sure who was bleeding, but they were they were catching each other, punched in the face. Things. Yeah, uh, I did notice as well, like because boxing, it's different cardio from 
yeah. wrestling. Trick looked tired. Oh, yeah? Cause he After was, that first round. He was dancing around. Yeah. Uh, so we go to round two. Both gloves are off. Uh, and there's a series of arm drags and drop kicks from Wesley. They're doing more of a wrestling match now. Slingshot plancher to the floor. But as the ref is checking on Trick, Mello grabs at the ankle of Wes. And then Wes turns into this big boot from Williams uh, to pick up the first fall. So it's 1-0 after two rounds to Trick Williams. Um, then we go to round three, which is during the commercial break. And we come back to round four. And now Williams is like, all right, let's mix this up. I've got one glove on this time. So, uh, but Wes manages to catch him with a crucifix pin. So now it's one apiece. But as soon as Wes gets back up, Williams just clocks him with the right hand, with the glove. And they kind of sell this as a knockout. And Wade on commentary is like, it should be over. It's a knockout. But this was during the 22nd break. Yeah, so Vic is like, well, he should be disqualified. Yeah. Like, he hit him during the, the time. Like, if you were to do this in the boxing, you would be disqualified. I thought the punch looked quite good as well. It did. I thought, I thought Wes they did sold this quite it. well. Yeah, Wes, Wes ate it and sold it, but yeah. Uh, round five starts, and Williams is all on top of Wes, uh, who's still, like, loopy from this, this knockout punch. Uh, Trick delivers some quite nice-looking vertical suplexes, but Wes keeps kicking out. Trick then goes for a big boot, but gets his leg caught up in the ropes. And this allows Wes to come back with an enziguri to the back of the head. Now it's all Wes and the clock is ticking down. There's 10 seconds left and Wes just picks up his boxing glove. Glove doesn't quite get it on, just like smacks uh, Trick over the head with it, knocking him down and pins him with about five seconds left on the clock. So it's kind of revealed that the glove is loaded with something right. in it the fact that he was knocked out so easily yeah. and then all of a sudden he uses it to whack him with it so if he hit him with a normal glove it wouldn't just yeah. knock him out so it's revealed that Hayes and trick were also cheating because we've seen him do the shit in his face the choking him chloroform the alcohol and now he he, he won not he knew he scouted that he was going to mm. be doing some dirty tactics so uh, I, I look the the rounds thing is is not really my cup of tea but I just prefer straight up I, I love two out of three falls that's definitely mm. like the the best go to, but I understand they were trying different things and going with the whole boxing thing. Just, I think it was a cool little feud to have to help elevate like everyone. Really, it, it helps obviously Wes because he he wins the match and finally got his W back. But it also like it was just some it, it was fun. I thought they did this really well. Yeah, like yeah, I'm with you. I prefer straight up wrestling matches, but we've also seen these two have a straight up wrestling match, and it it breaks up the monotony on TV of just seeing match after match after match. And also, I think the street fight stip has kind of been played out quite a lot. We yeah. had one last week. We got another one next week. I I thought they did a really good way of kind of making each round feel different here, including actually having one of the rounds during commercials. Uh, I I actually thought they did this really well, and it uh, it furthered the feud. I'm surprised Wes isn't involved with the North American title coming out of this. I think he will be. Um, but I, I actually really enjoyed this and, and thought it was a, a different kind of presentation. Yeah, uh, I think Trick can be pretty entertaining in this like annoying heel thing and playing off like he's a hot shot. And the Muhammad Ali thing was quite fun as well. But interesting to see where Wes can go from here. Yeah. We go backstage to Chase University where Ariana Grace is talking to Andre Chase. She's basically ratting on... Uh, on Thea Hale, who gave her this shiner, yeah, this bruise on her eye, 
And Thea's saying, oh, it was, an, it was an accident what happened. They were playing in the quad and something happened and, and she caught uh, Ariana in the face. And Ariana's obviously upset because she's like, didn't you know I was a beauty pageant queen? And she goes, Andres go, all right, well, how about we settle this in the ring? And Ariana goes, no, uh, I was expecting a sort of lawsuit or something. She's saying she's going to sue them. She's going to sue her. And Chase, uh, Andre Chase goes, we're not having a fucking lawsuit here in Chase University. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) You fuck, like we do it in the ring. Uh, And then Thea realizes, wow, I'm going to get my first ever wrestling match. And she's super excited and keeps on shaking Andre Chase's hand until he, he falls over. He really falls over. He knocks into everything on yeah. his desk over dramatically. Uh, yeah, really weird. So, yeah. So, so she's gone to the principal's office because she got a one in the face. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but uh, really odd. Um, just strange. Every time it's, he- di- it's different. I I do like they're they're like at least committing to this chase you world. <laughs> they're really committing to this, but like poor Ariana Grace, she's just like. Trying to suit, like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's something. I'll, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, we go back and Mello is still in the ring oh. from after the trick match and says, look, we, we were meant to have an hour long celebration after tricks win tonight, but Wes decided to cheat. So we've now got all this time and I'm going to use it to talk. Last week I opened a, I issued an open challenge and Nathan Fraser thought he'd pull a fast one on me. But like everyone, he stepped up and got stepped on, and I left the A champion. And that's all it is and all it's ever going to be when Nathan Fraser's music hits. So Mello's looking up the ramp, looking at the stage, waiting for Fraser, when Giovanni Vinci shows up behind him and poses. You get the snapshot (laughs) of him like pointing and smiling. And he says... Last week, you saw your life and title reign flash before your eyes when my music hit. But luckily, you had that goof Nathan Fraser come out, and that's okay. I will deal with him at another time when the time is right. But Vinci says you should open your challenge for next week at Heatwave, then speaks a little bit in Italian and says, you call yourself the A-champ, but all I see is a guy. Ooh. Well, Mello says that Nathan didn't save me from you last week. Nathan saved you from me. He accepts the challenge and says, I will put you on a t-shirt and it won't be designer. And then Mello throws the mic at him, but Vinci throws it back and they keep on trying to like yeah. one up each other by attacking them. But both guys are jumping out the way. Vinci eventually gets him up for his last ride power bomb, but Mello slips out and then there's a big pull apart from the refs. Yeah, I mean, this match sounds like it could cook, for sure. Yeah, this is confirmed for next week and definitely has my attention. Yeah, I'd say the most interest going into next week's Heat Wave is instantly this matchup. Two of these, two of the best wrestlers on this roster, and Melo is the, is the A champ to, to me on this show. He's the, the, the star to watch, for sure. I mean, we call ourselves up next, and we always go, okay, this person's up next. How is this guy not up next? I mean, anything going forward in WWE main roster, the way he talks and the way he's got everything, like, since coming in, he has completely improved and become, like, a prominent star. And Giovanni, Vinci, what do I always... I keep Vinny. Vinny. Vinny Sins. 
uh, he he's just fantastic, yeah. and I, I I really want to see. Sounds great as well. I yeah. think he looks so confident. He sounds awesome, and I'm surprised because I'd have thought like Imperium they kind of protected each other by being together, yeah. and I'd have. I'd have not seen him being as good as this on the mic coming out of that being on his own. Yeah, it's interesting because Mello is a bad guy, but he's like kind of tweening, even though Trick was the, the heel Every earlier. Every so. Mello defense, I feel, is against another heel. So it is weird because it's like clearly the crowd might go towards Mello for this, but but it's fine. But I do I do think this could be a pretty sweet matchup. So I, I, I'm invested in this, but... Uh, it's almost like they're just two bad guys. Like they could be friends. They look like they should be a team. Yeah. Like the odd evil guys that just team up because they're classy and they're, mm. they're, they're suave. But, uh, really interesting to see that match. Vinci hasn't done anything really heelish no. yet, has he? Just he being arrogant. He hasn't tried to hit anyone with his car or anything. I don't think so. No. Not yet. But someone's trying to. He was mad because Thea Hell touched his car. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, do you see a title change? Like Vinci's. I don't think lost has he since being back. Uh, honestly, I I don't think so. But you know what would be cool if he does win the title, and then you can spin off Giovanni with Wesley or Grimes or mm. Solo or whatever, and Carmelo can be the person to fight Braun at yeah, the I, special. I do see Braun Melo happening at some point. Yeah, it's whether it could be a title for title thing. Especially oh, with it being the A championship. Right, right. I can totally see them going with that at some point. Mm, interesting. We get a video, uh, not quite a prime target, but uh, a video hyping up the match between Bron Breaker and JD McDonough. It was like top sirloin target. It yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't quite prime cut. No. Uh, they're showing a bunch of uh, JD McDonough kind of, he's in a ice chamber. He's having yeah. acupuncture. He says that... Uh, he like uh, Bron likes to train like a caveman, whereas I like to train in isolation. Just continuing the sort of creepy American Psycho vibe. Yeah. So I mean, he, it shows him in a sauna, so like yeah. a sweat box, and then it shows him in like some sort of ice Mister Freeze, yeah, cool chamber. And then I mean, acupuncture. I don't understand what how that works. What is that? My brother does it. Like he does it to people. Yeah. What a sicko. What, is, what does this do? You needle yeah, people? You get pressure points. So it's okay. a, sometimes, like, your body's all connected, right? Yeah. So you, you keep getting migraines. It might be you put, put a needle in your Whoa. calf or whatever, and it can relieve there. Like, because okay. everything's connected in different ways. Interesting. Um, so it's, yeah, his way of training and de- dealing with the pain. Because the way he talks, it's like he, he likes pain and he, mm. he uses it to fuel him. Uh, I like, he's also doing like yoga poses on wooden beams and that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about that. That's that part of it. They're, they're getting down pretty good with Mm. him just being this, just a bit odd, a bit, you know, focused on himself again, American psycho, the acupuncture, the, the the ice chambers. This guy's not wired quite right. Or maybe he's like the next step above everyone else. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like maybe he is that, that kind of smart because then it cuts to Braun and he's in some like rage room workout gym where he's throwing cabinets around. He's hammering things. He, he pretty much says, "All I am is like speed, strength, and athleticism, and like that gets me by. Like I'm really strong yeah. and fast, so that so, that makes it work." Yeah, I, I didn't. I actually liked us having this. I don't think we needed another promo segment or yeah. jump attack or anything like that. I it this wasn't on the level of those epic prime targets we've no, had, no. but I thought this had a good job of. Building it, it showcased all of Bronze kind of previous opponents. 
during this title reign and stuff. So didn't think this was bad. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty into the the weird JD stuff. I think he's doing it quite Showing well. Showing him do yoga in the sunset and like I I don't know quite what it is that what he's doing. So maybe they have my attention yeah. with it in a in a in a good way. Uh, Lash Legend is still with Idris uh, with Malik Blade going on about Alba Fire when Idris Anofi shows up with his six pack and his nice red hat. Yeah, and she continues to go on, and we just cut back to the ring. So Lash Legend is still just talking about Alba Fire. Yeah, uh, we go to Thea Hale in her debut match taking on Ariana Grace, and Thea doing all her kind of scrappy do stuff, just very excited. That's a good. That's a good amount, like comparison there, because she's doing the classic like why I put him up, put him up. She's also doing like going for arm drags and like trying to scout things. Yeah. But like this is your first match, so she's failing at it. So yeah. I don't know if that's part of the the gimmick, but yeah. Eventually, she gets dropped face first on the turnbuckle, uh, and then Grace is kind of just grinding her down, putting her forearm in her face, wrenching at the arm. Uh, there's just a whole lot of screaming and facial expressions from these two yep, here. Yep, there was. Uh, Thea finally gets out of the hold by lifting Grace onto her back and dropping her backwards and then hits a kind of stinger splash in the corner and then drop kick to the knee followed by a running blockbuster when afterwards she goes to the ropes and kind of does the warrior pose shaking the ah. ropes there. Uh, then hits a standing moonsault. Didn't get all of it, but got enough of it, as Vic says. Nice. Um, and then eats a big forearm to the face. Uh, sorry, she she forearms Grace in the face, and then the ref separates them because he checks on the bad eye of Ariana. Yeah. Grace is selling the eye, like, yeah. oh no, my, my injured eye. When Ariana, uh, she's been faking it, boots her in the face, and hits Wasteland. Wade Barrett. He's like, you. that's Wasteland. One of the worst moves. It's, not a, it's a body slam. Yeah. Uh, and Ariana beats Thea Hale. Damn. Poor Thea. But, I mean, she was in the wrong. She gave Ariana the black eye. So mm. maybe, you know, be careful where you throw that ball around backstage. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is, we're watching a, literally a girl's very first match here. I'll say the, the positives. I think Thea does throw her all into it. I think she's at a point where maybe you could pull it back a little bit. Sure. Just like screaming from both of them was a bit much. Um, this, this wasn't ever going to be a, a technical masterpiece. Um, but like it was, it was fine. It's a debut match. I'm not going to be too like critical. Yeah. I, f- I found they're both very, very green. Yeah. But uh, nothing that, uh, you know, upset me. <laughs> yeah. I do think Thea could be a good baby face. I think yeah. she could connect with people. Same with, same with like, they both have like good looks. And it works like they have their characters fitting mm. those looks is what I mean. Like Thea is playing this college university student. So she's kind of all over the place. And Ariana is playing this basically the Tiffany Stratton light. Yeah. But, you know, beauty queen thing. So the the, the, the way they come across as those characters, it works. But the wrestling so far. I, I will say we've seen uglier matches recently with yeah. more experienced people sure. as well. Yeah. Uh, I hate Wasteland though. That is just such a bad move. Sorry to go back. It's like you just you pick someone up and you forget what to do, so you just drop Ah, them. I'll just throw you down and not hurt you at all. Uh, You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries? 
just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We see... Okay, is this the best part of the show? Apollo yeah. Crews. You know you get those things like, oh, next up, it's Apollo Crews versus Roderick Strong. And you see one of them walking in the, in the corridor, corridor getting ready to go to Gorilla. So Apollo Crews is walking. He's doing this. Ah, ah, he's doing the Von Wagner. Yeah. Ah, the Goldberg ah, sitting ah, on the ground, that kind of stuff. Ah, and then he stops. And the camera like zooms in on his face. And he's looking. And then it zooms into his eye. It zooms into his eye and has a vision of the future diamond mine like dying in the ring while the lights are all green it looks like they've been poisoned yeah i don't know what's going on here i don't know if they're in the they're the... writhing around in pain and then it zooms out and apollo's like huh and continues to walk <laughs> so we said it last week like that's so raven that's yeah. so apollo like, desmond the... from lost for me this yeah. is like him seeing the future but now it cuts to them they clearly filmed this today where it's all of them in the ring. Like, no, what's, what's in, in Superman when uh, General Zod get in, in his cronies get put in the... the... It, it, remi- yeah, it reminded <laughs> me of uh, in, was it Age of Ultron when Scarlet Witch is giving everyone the vision of sort of like everyone dying. dying yeah. It's, it's that with, with Roderick Strong, Damon Kemp and the Creed. The fact that they filmed Ivy this... Nile wasn't dying, was she? No, Maybe she Ivy fine. poisoned them. She didn't have catering uh, that day. Till death do us part, Diamond Mine. What was going on with this? Like, who who thought this was a good idea? It just came across so campy. It came across so weird because it's the camera is like above the ring with these dark green lights, and the four of them like, no, help us, no, we're in peril. It's, oh man, yeah, it's so hokey. It's it's difficult because I. I fucking loved The Undertaker and Kane as kids. Right. Like, the, all that spooky supernatural yeah. stuff. And for some reason, I can still, like, Undertaker, I'm like, yeah, he's a dead man. Okay. Yeah, like, sure. it's he's always been a dead man. Apollo Crews just <laughs> having flashes of the future. I don't know if I can get on board with. It's, it was just too weird, man. Like, this guy's come back to NXT, and we, we've seen some strange gimmicks here throughout in the past 2.0 regime but the guy who sees the future come on <laughs> we have we already have a math elite superhero luchador but this guy's literally seeing the future and they cut to bad cuts of like oh we're in trouble what kind of halloween town shit is this what is going I'm just on like how like what we're seeing inside this guy's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Osmosis Jones or it's, some shit. I don't it's, know. It, I don't know. Like it would still be, it would still be goofy. But if you if you didn't show that and you you have him in the room with yeah. Diamond Mine and then and they're watching videos and they're talking and Julius is talking to him and then suddenly he goes like cold <laughs> and it's like don't go to the parking lot today and they're yeah. like what and then sorry what and like yeah. snaps out of it you're like that's weird oh my God. but also you could you could maybe maybe be like huh that that was kind of spooky that that was weird. Yeah, but seeing inside the guy's yeah, head, actually seeing his actually vision, playing the vision out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's so Raven is exactly what this was. So, holy shit, this guy can see the future. How would uh, how would you do? Like you you can't explain this in AEW. You know they're always like the Cutler cam and like trying to explain what why a camera's, camera's here. Why was there a camera in placed in his fucking <laughs> in head, his head, in his eyeball? I've always said though, I'd love to be able to like video record my dreams. Like, can you imagine you have a Jeez, dream and the oh. next day you're like, oh, let's let's watch that back. Yeah, that was a weird dream last night. I don't know. What's that one Black Mirror episode where you can just re yeah, visit with, your, your uh, memories? Kebble. Yeah, you just can replay anything you've ever seen. That's Terrifying. one Robert Downey Jr. bought. He bought he bought the the rights the script because he wants to make that one into a film. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's terrifying. Mm. But uh, to see the future like Apollo Cruz, yeah, that would, that's that's so Apollo. That's so Cruz. I can't believe this. That this is what they went with today. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, it it should not be let it, it. We should not let it slide. How funny this is. J- just because it's NXT and not a lot of people watch it well, doesn't I mean we can't talk kind about of it. Positive. <laughs> yeah. The last couple of weeks and there's definitely yeah. improvements. Yeah. And then just as there's improvements, it's like, oh boy, uh, we're gonna see if we can slide this in there. <laughs> no, help help me. Me. Uh, <laughs> we're dying. Uh, yeah. What what happened to them? What did he see? Like he poisoned them. They get beat up. Is this uh, Joe Gacy's Kool-Aid? Has Cameron Grimes murdered them? That's what it looked like. like oh, man. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I really enjoyed it. We see Solo Sokoa, who's being checked out backstage. and He was watching the last segment. That's why he's yeah, checked out. He's told he's had a like a like basically a sprained ligament in his knee, and he'll be out to, for four to six weeks. When Cameron Grimes walks in, still looking kind of kind of depressed here, congratulates him on his victory last week over Von Wagner. And Solo says, ah, oh, man, that means a lot coming from you. Like, everyone in the locker room respects you. So that means a lot. Thank you. And Solo says he's, he'll be watching the North American Championship next week. And kind of says, I got next. And our TV kind of cut here, but I'm pretty sure he sort of said uh, Grimes will get an opportunity if he's champ. And Grimes is, like, looking dejected and is like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. He's... He's kind of over titles because he always loses them. He's just sad man Grimes. Yeah. And clearly he's going to be joining a cult. Yes. Drinking that Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Shaving his head and his beard. Oh, no. No. Getting contacts. You can't cut Cameron Grimes' hair or beard. It'll be the beard has to go. Yeah. No way, dude. That's terrible. Does he get his hat back? We still want that hat, don't we? That's where his mojo is. Yeah, that's his demon. Find, find the hat and he'll be happy again. Like when Finn Balor's demon, he's sometimes undefeated. Mm. <laughs> or sometimes humps the floor yeah. in that Extreme Rules show. But Grimes with the hat is like, that's how he wins. Mm. That's how he'll overcome. Yeah, but I don't maybe. Know. I'm, I'm not too into the sad Grimes story anymore. But also we well, know it's, it's going towards Gacy. So and that's why we're not into it. Yeah. It's move him up. <laughs> yeah, at this point, yeah. 
we see uh, the next match, Roderick Strong versus Apollo Crews. No diamond mine accompanying Roderick Strong, even though he said to Crews that the Creeds will be in his corner watching. They don't show up. Uh, the match starts with both just trying to kind of out-wrestle each other. Uh, very even here. Really really good uh, chops and like really snug strikes from both of them. Uh, it was really physical, this match. Yeah, yeah, this is a developmental show, yet two like veterans basically putting on a, a showcase. And I will say this was a pretty sweet match, but they were like gunning at each other. Yeah, Roddy grounds Apollo with a key lock, but gets arm dragged out of it. Uh, Cruz then catches Roddy with a drop kick. This is where we get a really nice stiff chop exchange. Apollo leaps off the second rope and gets hit midair by a drop kick. And then Apollo hits this nice looking delayed vertical suplex, followed by a bunch of clotheslines and a kip up. I think Cruz might have the best kip up in the business. One of them, for it's sure. So snappy. Uh, I like Sammy Guevara's. Because he does it and like does the pose. Oh, the floating up sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really egotistical and I like it. There's a stinger splash from Cruz, followed by a top rope blockbuster for a two. Then the hat trick of Germans, followed by a snowplex. Yeah, Can't, a, a wheelbarrow suplex. A, like he, underrated move, for he sure. obviously saw uh, Al Snow at Ric Flair's last match and thought, ah, I should bring that one bring back. The, bring the snowplex out. Uh, Roddy then low bridges Apollo, sending him to the apron. And then hits him with the knee to the face and the backbreaker on the apron. And then Roddy applies the stronghold in the middle of the ring, but gets power slammed by Cruz. And then Cruz signals for the military press, but Strong slips out and hits his backbreaker. There's then a Gamangiri from Cruz. Roddy goes for the like flash knee to the face, but gets caught with a gut buster. And then runs into the one-handed spine buster for the win for Cruz. This is a huge one-handed spine buster. Yeah. As the lady in the front row is going, no, no. what, how, how could he pin him? Uh, I mean, too bad Roddy can't see the future. Or he would have saw that that coming. But uh, this is pretty good. I mean, both guys are really good wrestlers. We this know match that. got time as well. It was two segments. It yeah, didn't feel shortchanged. Uh, crowd really got into it. Yeah, it was it was really physical. Both were really like going for it, striking each other pretty hard. Uh, I, I enjoyed this. Yeah, honestly, uh, I'd say check it out. If you're not, if you're a cherry picker of NXT, I would say check this out. Wade Barrett went on to say afterwards that this could be a potential match of the year for NXT. For NXT. He said this will be talked about mm. at the end of the year. Uh, I, I actually really got into it. Uh, we're laughing at the silly future boy mm. Apollo Crews, but when it comes to the wrestling, he never was a slouch in that department. And I think Roddy is one of the best bell-to-bell workhorse performers just always. But there was wrestling on my wrestling show, so call me crazy, but I liked it. And I will say, as, as ridiculous as this Apollo Crews character thing is, I am seeing more personality from him than I've ever seen. Yeah. Obviously, he had the whole like Nigerian heel, like Nigerian right. king gimmick yeah. thing. But when he was a babyface, he was so bland. And I do think he's coming across with more personality than he has as a baby face. Uh, it, it wouldn't like if Roddy is a leaving WWE or B going to the main roster and different things. If he is leaving the diamond mine, Apollo Cruz could be a pretty good fit. Inst- like drop the future. Yeah. Future gimmick. Have stuff. him replace. Uh, yeah. Roddy. Yeah. Be all right. Um, Apollo should get uh, new theme music and have the artist future as his like, ah, be, did there, that yeah. would be all right. Uh, yeah, pretty good match, honestly. I, I, I really like this weird Roderick Strong thing that they've been just stretching out for so long. But It, it entertains me every week, though. 
I, I, I think we, we've definitely said this for just years now, but Roddy, Roderick Strong, or as Apollo cro- called him in this, he called him Rod. Rod. Uh, one of the most underrated talents, yeah. I, I think, just ever. But yeah, good stuff. We're backstage with Lash Legend with Idris and Malik, oh, and Idris finally goes, Oi, Lash, you Shut fucking up. lost. <laughs> Shut, the Shut fuck up. up. <laughs> uh, and Pretty Deadly come in and say, Hey, that's rude to interrupt a lady. Uh, and they go, yes, girl, yes, boy. And they got a match. Pretty deadly <laughs> versus Malik and Idris. We see Santos in his car. He's on the phone. He's showing up to Tony D's crib. And he's on the phone to the Legados and says, if anything goes down, I'll give you the signal. You know what to do. Yeah, so they're teeing it up as if it's some mob movie. It's very movie-esque, like, I'm on my way. Yeah. Coming, coming up next. We see uh, Valentina Feroz and Ulyssa Leon. Yes. They're hanging out with Sanger. Yes. And we love it. <laughs> <laughs> they're upset because they lost. And they're like, oh, man, we got eliminated. We got eliminated first. Oh, this sucks. When Caden and Katana show up with their newly won NXT Women's Tag Titles. They're, they're still babyface. They're ba- yeah, pure babyface here. And they say, hey... We see what you, you two do and what you're capable of, and we respect you, and we'd like to give you your chance when the time comes. And they leave, and Valentina goes, you know, I just don't think we're ready. And Sanger goes, you know who you two remind me of? Them. Caden and Katana. They kept on coming so close, but always losing when it came to the big one. But eventually their time came. And all you need to do is clear your mind. So next week, how about you come with me to this retreat? Yeah, what does he say? I will next teach week? you how to clear your mind. Next week, we're gonna we're gonna clear your mind and get you focused, but like never give up, like those two. Yeah. But next week, it, so yeah. I see them going to some retreat, Do doing some teach them yoga, or yoga. Something? Uh, Focus on your mind. Yeah, dude. Fair I enough. mean, look, Apollo Cruz is supposed to be this baby face character that we're supposed to get behind, and his gimmick is he sees the future. When I look at Sanger hanging out with this tag team, yeah. I'm thinking his future's looking pretty good. He's the guy. Yeah, I think Sanger's got the best thing going in NXT. He's just right. like, ladies, I want you to be tag champs. Yeah. We've got this deal on Groupon, three for one at the spa. Going Let's on. go. Yeah. We're going to clear your mind, ladies. Uh, Sanger's the best. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why this trio works, uh, but it, it does. I think they're all, all three are really likable and sure. Like with, <laughs> with other characters, like, oh, next week we're going to go to a retreat and do some, burn some incense and sit cross-legged Ooh. and burn our, uh, like clear our minds. I'd be like, oh God, these three. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Like if you were to do this with other people, we'd be like, this would suck. But Sanger. Who's going to interrupt? Who's going to. I hope no Spoil one. Spoil this. I hope no one. Sang is going to have a great Sanger. night next week. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but Sang has just grown on me completely. Almost enough to say, I mean, again, Wade's mentioning end, end of the year awards. Dude, I mean, enhancement talent of the year. I mean, if there's a, a nicest guy of... The nicest guy of the year? Yeah. Best b- real life baby face? Yeah. Hopefully. This guy just seems like he's a great guy in real life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Uh, Triple H... You don't know what you're you're sitting on here in this gold mine of Sanger. But it, it's we're not of, being sarcastic. He's amazing. But it's it's big guys like Sanger are always monster heel or yeah. they dance. 
and that's it. It's like, just well, I hope he doesn't dance, He's actually, yeah. no, no, but that's what I'm saying. This is something different. They're actually having a, a big, like, foreign monster. Just, he's a nice dude. Yeah. And I, I dig it. <laughs> I'm really about it, to be honest. Great, great stuff. Continue on. I can't wait to see where they go in the heat wave next week. They should just go to the beach or something. Heat wave, right? Yeah. Like, go to one of the, uh, they're going to go to a sweat lodge, aren't they? But it's Florida. Like, they, they should just be having a nice summer heat wave water gun that, fight. That ain't clearing the mind. That's still, yeah. still too frantic. I think they're going to okay. go to a sweat lodge. They're going to, yeah. uh, hallucinate a little. Oh, no. He says you guys got to be, he, you guys got to be more like Casey and, sorry, Katana and Caden. We got to go to a concert. Yeah, we got to go to a party. We go to the Diamond Dojo where they're watching back the video from two weeks ago, as Apollo suggested, the six-man tag. And Julius and Brutus are watching going, I don't know. I don't know what we're looking for here. And then Julius is like, wait, what was that? When Roddy comes in and he's mad, he's pissed again. Where were you? Where were you? You weren't there. And Brutus says with a little smoke on his face, it was a test and you passed. Mm. And... Roddy's like, don't you fucking be cheeky with me, boy. Uh, Julius says, look, Roddy, I think I saw something and I'll deal with that person next week. Because if we remember from the six man, Roddy just chilled on the outside and let uh, Julius get beaten and didn't make any attempt to save or anything, uh, which he wasn't aware of until now. Um, And then Roddy goes off on about Apollo and says he's not your friend and he's not part of Diamond Mine smashes up the projector he is mad yeah uh smashing up a projector their own projector in the diamond diamond lab diamond mine what'd you call it diamond dojo diamond dojo yeah uh roddy and diamond mine the whole thing uh i'm still interested in seeing where it goes but uh roddy just is just always mad now with these guys uh i i'm assuming they kick him out uh roddy yeah yeah, I mean, we've been saying that for weeks, but yeah, I, I see him being, uh, I definitely see him and, uh, and I could see Apollo joining these guys for sure. Being the new leader of them. Yeah. Yeah. Santos, Santos oh, Escobar yeah. shows up at, uh, at Tony D'Angelo's crib. Yeah. And beautiful looking place with a shitty folding table and shitty folding chairs this looks so bad. Okay. Like you've got this setting and so yeah. you're using your wrestling tables and folding chairs. So they clearly rent out some sort of like backyard to some like mansion or something. And then beside in front of the fountain, they just got this shitty little drape over a table with two folding chairs. Like what? Why? Like you could get something nicer than this. I mean, so I'm, funny. I'm thinking back to the, uh, like the, like Adam Cole, was it? No, was it EC3 Velveteen Dream thing by the pool? You had right. like a nice, like yeah. patio furniture kind of thing there. Yeah. Like this looked so, we've hired this place and here's a table and two chairs. You just like, you got this great looking backdrop. Yeah, it And then awesome. you just sit down. You could have just had them sit. I don't know. It just looked funny the way they or had it. Or even the, the two of them walking through the grounds doing this. Like yeah. Having this conversation, yeah, walking maybe, through it. Would have yeah. been cool. Walking through it would have been would have been better. But it was a weird, like one little tiny thing that like changed cheapened it. Yeah, that yeah. definitely brought it down. But uh we're being critiques here. They ask each other if they're alone and uh 
they say, look, we're not going to shake hands with each other after what happened last week. Santo says, hey, look, you tried to end my career. You put me in the hospital. So it was payback, nothing personal, just business. Uh, D'Angelo reminds uh, Santos that you still work for me. Santos goes, ah, are you North American champion? No. What, are you tag champion? No. And Tony's like, I may not be a champion, but I'm the boss. And Santos goes, look, this agreement isn't going to work. I can't work for you. You can't work for me. Legado was built on hard work. Tony says, yeah, well, that hard work got you nowhere. And Tony wants him to come back to work for the family. And Santos tells him the only reason you're the Don is because you sent Champa packing. So suggest one final match, but this time we raise the stakes. Santos says, if I lose to you next week, I'm gone from NXT. And Tony says, well, uh, if you're gone from NXT... The uh, Legado don't go with you. I get to keep them. I get to keep the sheep, he says. And But if Santos wins, they are free from the D'Angelo family. And they add the stipulation this will be a street fight. So Heat Wave, Santos versus Tony D. Final boss battle street fight. Is this Santos' call-up? Look, I mean, it makes total sense to see... The whole Legato, the three of them go up, Santos and Legato. But now they straight up just said, no, if you lose, you're, you're gone and they stay. So they straight up just said that. So, I mean, you could have Santos go up by himself and then eventually bring them in as his heavies. Or you could have Santos win and in a couple of weeks, all three go up. Yeah. Like yeah. with Electra or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would actually like to see Santos try it on his own on on the main roster sure. I, I think he's good enough and very capable to be on his own and one day yeah you can bolster that act by bringing the rest up uh i have i, I think legato is kind of done in nxt as well legato is just a, a is a good unit to yeah. have those two like cruz del toro uh formerly raul mendoza and joaquin wilde are like ring vets like they are they, they know how yeah. to do everything and they make other people look so good all the time and Santos being their leader has just been this great package. And overseeing what they've done, like instantly you go bring all these guys up because like they make a lot of sense. But if you are teasing that, that he's going up by himself, there is other things that have recently changed in WWE and that's Angel Garza getting his name back. So, I'm, oh, is he Angel now? Like well. they changed him back. They they changed his name, right? To like he was just Gaza. Yeah. So now no, he was just Angel, wasn't he? Right. So he's Angel like Gaza. Again. Yeah. So so maybe you know you 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 you're making some other stable, and they're changing things. Like like I know everyone's celebrating 20 years of Rey Mysterio in WWE, but for one fucking time, let's turn him heel and lead a LWO stable with <laughs> Angel Garza, Santos. And Rey Mysterio. I think factions is definitely something and I want on the main roster. They beat the shit out of Dominic and send him back into yeah. NXT, and he can chill with Legato. Legato. <laughs> uh, but I, I do want to see Legato, the three of them, on the main roster. But I mean, it, it would make sense for him to go up. Santos is one of the best dressed wrestlers in oh, any great. any TV show, pro wrestling show. He's one of the best dressed. He always looks like a star. So. Love so where if you if you move him up as a solos where where would you slot him like to start with 
again, I mean, there's what like, do you think would be a good feud, like starting feud? Yeah, I mean, Rey Mysterio, right, 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 right off the bat, right? Like he dressed, he's dressed like him before in NXT. He's tweeted about him before. I mean, that's just easy. You did to go with that. You but. did even have uh, Aaliyah just gifted Mysterio his Halloween Havoc costume, right? Which Santos wore. Yeah, at yeah, Halloween yeah, Havoc yeah, last yeah. Year, didn't he? So. There, there's something you could if they're looking to do more stables and wrestling and WWE product TV. That's Legato is right there for the picking, yeah. and Triple H knows that. So I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't go with that. But someone like an Angel Garza, uh, they, they were teasing it with, with when Andrade was fighting with Ray a lot. You were like, wait, they're fighting a lot. Does this eventually they just join? And like, yeah. essentially, is there going to be some sort of? I think they missed the boat with that because they were hitting some serious crackers. Yeah, over they that were, period. They, they were talks of doing like hair versus mask at yeah. Mania and stuff yeah. like that, and they was just no, we're just nah. doing some rematches, and they're just deciding to go out and kill it. So I I would like to see where Santos can do on his own, but uh, I do love the three of them. But next week, street fight. You know, when I come home after work, a long day's work, and you might be out, you know what I do when I come home? What's that? I say, ah, now I can finally relax. Say it out loud every day. (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Tiffany Stratton. (laughs) She just walks into a room that she assumes is empty on her own and goes, Ah, now I can finally relax. Yeah, what's she relaxing? I from? think you go when I get home. I go. <sighs> I might make a noise like that. Yeah. Ah, now I can finally relax. But, Take the bra off. Just well, hang out. Grab a cold one from the fridge. That's what most people do. We've been talking about how Wendy Chu might be going through a bit of a, a gimmick change. Yeah. Being a bit more serious. Nope, she's still in a onesie. She and she's found Randy Orton's night vision, night vision goggles. goggles. She's behind there just waiting for Tiffany to come into this room to relax. Puts these goggles on, turns the light off, and you hear... And then the lights come back on, and Tiffany is laid out. Uh, this this was terrible. This was like Looney Tunes yeah. shit going yeah. on here with the lights going out, and then the noises, and Tiffany just laying there like she got beat up by Wendy Chu. Who, sorry, if you're trying to get over as a baby face here, you did the complete opposite by making her look like a, a terrible person. Turning the lights off, attacking someone from behind. That's, that's some, yeah, that's some shitty behavior there. And she should be checked for it. Yeah. And this pissed me off because I thought this was a way from, from the like videos they've been doing, yeah. the like nightmares and her being like, oh, it's, she's going to change and be a bit more serious. I was expecting, yeah. you know, ditch the onesie. I'm not saying we, we needed Tiffany to be in the mirror powdering her face or whatever and you see Mei Ying appear in it. Mm. But also, you could have done that. <laughs> if Apollo can see the future... Well, that's what I, I yeah. wanted to know. We saw that green light over the ring when Diamond Mine were taken yeah. out. Was Apollo actually seeing through uh, May, wait, Wendy Chu's night vision goggles? True. And this was... Wendy Chu looking over Diamond Mine. Mm. Maybe. Maybe it's a swerve, and next week Apollo Crews beats the shit out of all of Diamond Mind. And it was his vision. Like, Maybe. yeah, I beat the shit out of him. I killed you. Because his Titantron and stuff is green. True. Yeah. yeah that I'm thinking yeah. about. But yeah, the Wendy Chu thing. I mean, Wendy Chu is a great wrestler, and anything she's been given, she's been working with. But it's running its course real quick. So it's they do need course. to, yeah, yeah they need to, course. they need to change that, that up. Uh, and poor Tiffany and Stratton. And Tiffany needs to move on from yeah. this as well. Because I, I think you you had that fun match between these two. Um, and 
What's the I, next? I feel, I yeah. feel Tiffany, you can move her to someone else now. What's the What's the match stipulation? Like night, 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 night match. Night goggles, night vision. Yeah, yeah. Don't, it's it's pillow. Weird. I was gonna say pillow fight, but you know, like wow, because she's sleepy and like were you living in two thousand? I know. Vince McMahon is gone. I was trying okay? to think something related to Wendy. Vince McMahon is gone, thinking. man. Get your head out of the gutter. Fair What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> but that would be like that, that would be legit be yeah. the stipulation. The one time, time it made it actually sense. Makes sense to do a pillow fight, <laughs> night evening but gown match. Do like try and go out and have the best fucking pillow fight ever. It'd be great, like loaded pillows. Yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be fucking it'd be awesome. We go to Pretty Deadly versus Malik Blade and Idris Anofi. This should have been a pillow fight. I liked how why. <laughs> Would have made the match a bit more interesting. Okay. Um, Malik is wearing his sweater vest to the ring, which I appreciated. Like, yeah. it's his, now it's his entrance attire. Yeah, here we are talking about how wild pillow fights are. This guy's wearing a sweater vest. I don't know what's going on. This is supposed to be wrestling. Uh, there's some double teaming from Pretty Deadly to Malik as they hit a, uh, like a pop-up uppercut. Uh, Pretty Deadly are then posing on the outside when Briggs and Jensen show up. Uh, Anofi gets the hot tag, hitting a load of drop kicks and diving clotheslines. It's a reverse sling blade to, I believe it was Elton Prince. Idris then climbs up to the top and hits, as Wade called it, the Idris Elbow. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what they're calling it. Yeah. yeah Not it. the Idris Alba, the yeah. Idris Elbow. Elbow. Uh, which looked pretty good as well, but I, I did like the name here for that. Um, and then Malik. Uh, hits a nice looking tope con hilo, almost yeah. like really low over the ropes here with it. Looked really nice. Uh, Kit Wilson then goes to use a steel chair, but Briggs grabs it off of him. But as this is happening, a Nofi runs the ropes and runs right into the steel chair, allowing Pretty Deadly to hit spilt milk for the win. Yeah, which then furthers Pretty Deadly and um, uh, Briggs and Jensen's NXT title feud that they can go after but uh look i i like malik and idris every time they wrestle they do some really impressive stuff and they're a tag team to definitely watch and uh specifically uh idris every time we watch him like man he's doing some some crazy stuff and he looks the part he acts the part like don't dress he's i mean we we joke about the 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 sweater vest and that's definitely that's malik that's deliberate for malik yeah But, but idris definitely has the the swag and the charisma of the yeah, two. Idris knows, like, don't dress for the job you have, dress for the job he's you have. He's got want. that Montez Ford thing going for him. Y- he's you got, know, yeah, uh, he, just a bit of swag, a bit of yeah. personality. Like, he, I mean, yeah, Montez said King like, Tez, and yeah. he does, he's basically dressed like a king here as well. So. Even coming to the ring, he does, he did like the Bret Hart, like sunglasses stuff with a kid. Nice. Which, yeah. But, uh, when they're young. it was, it was pretty, like, uh, paint by numbers match still with pretty deadly, someone that I want to see kind of step up when it comes to, actual matches but they still haven't hit too much too big though. yeah i yeah they still haven't hit for me either um they're they're fine in the ring they're not the most exciting team in the world to yeah. watch i do think their personalities are really fun yeah and yes I, boy. I think the characters and the look is great uh but would like a uh, i'd like to see them go and have a bit of a, a serious feud with streak. A, See what they're like against one of the top, top tag teams. I want Pretty Deadly versus Breezango. Triple H fucking book it. Bring him back. You can. And now's the time. You yeah. Can, you can bring him back. They're exactly. Not, they're not doing anything. Multiverse of WWE. After the match, Lash Legend comes out of nowhere oh, and sake. just pump kicks Fallon Henley in the face. 
all this time going on and about Alba Fire. And then she's like, ah, fuck you, Fallon. Yeah, Lash Legend, man. In heels, too. She was in heels. She was in heels hitting this pump kick. She's the one and only you can't clone me. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we're getting Lash and Fallon in a couple of weeks. Fucking hype, bro. Yeah, man. I like Fallon. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. But now she's going to job out to Lash Legend. It's the horse girl jobbing out to the girl who talks too much. Yeah. So Grimes is now leaving. He he just showed up to be... He, he, you know when you go to a party and you don't want to go to the party and you're just, yeah. you're not feeling it, but you're like, I'm going to go and you just show up and you've got the wrong attitude and people are like, here, have a drink. And you're like, ah, no, I'm good. And, and you're walking like, around. And then you're walking around. You're on your phone. You give it about an hour just to sort of show face because you should be there. Yeah. And then you go, right, I'm going home. This is what Cameron Grimes did today. For work. Didn't have a match. He just came around in his nice shirt. Yeah. Uh, Looks sad. Got pissed off by people and then went home. So some random dude is there. I thought it was stacks or two dimes, but I don't know. I had no idea. And he's just like, huh, good luck going through that door. <laughs> what? That is what he said, right? Careful going through that door. Because it's a parking lot? I have no idea. I have idea no idea. And then Grimes is like, what the fuck did you say? Yeah, he gets Goes mad. for him. Security guard uh, Hank. Was that his name? Yeah. Hank <laughs> holds him back. And he's like, nah, don't bother with that. And Grimes is like, oh, thanks, Hank. Shout out, Hank. Thanks, Hank. Everyone knows you that Hank. You kept me in check there, Hank. Always <laughs> <laughs> looking after me, Hank. <laughs> fucking Hank. Who was this fucking guy? Not Hank. I know how Hank is. He's a security guy. Who's this This loser just, huh? Careful going through that door. You ever walked through a door before? <laughs> Better watch out. <laughs> what the hell is going on this show? This show is on one tonight. <laughs> We got Hank that I've never fucking seen before. The random guy talking to Cameron Grimes. And then, oh, wait, there's more. So, uh, uh, spooky Joe Gacy shows up with his, <laughs> with his ill-looking friends. <laughs> and One looks like he's, he's a server, and the other looks like he's at like an all-white party or something. Like, where you dress in all-white. Like, I don't know what... What they're doing. It's Dominoes. Voldemort like going to a party or something. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Trying to dress nice for the day. These guys, man, I don't uh, I don't know. No one has no one has tried to correct us or agree, dis- disagreed with us no. when it comes to these guys, but holy shit, they got the the, the front of this. Oh yeah. <sighs> so Joe Gacy is like, Hey, where are you going? And <laughs> going goes, home. I'm going home. And they go to whom? <laughs> yeah, Gacy's someone who says whom. This guy is... Uh, <laughs> this guy is making fun of this guy going home to, like, what? Not having a family or something? Is that what he's alluding yeah, to? You, like, you don't have a wife your or own. husband? Like, going back to dad. my hat, all right? Fuck off. Dude, I don't know, man. This was a whole, this was a whole whirlwind of a segment just because you got Hank. <laughs> Hank could fuck up Joe Gacy. I'm a guy... Cameron Grimes should not Cameron so the gimmick is they're trying to convince him to join the Kool-Aid. Like drink the Kool-Aid, yeah. join the cult kind of thing. Uh I need Hank to step up and be like, no, Cameron. I want a Hank cameo every week. Yeah. Hank should be uh I want pushed. a Hank to go on to the resort. Who's with, this guy? With Ulyssa and Valentina and Sam. Someone help us find Hank, if it is his real name. But, but it's want, not even his name, is it? Steve. Steve. And they're calling him Hank. <laughs> Um, we need to find out who this guy is. Yeah. Someone help us out and try to find Hank. But Cameron Grimes is going to join the cult of Joe Gacy, mm. and I couldn't give a shit. Yeah, it's a shame. 
Uh, Cora Jade then comes out with some new music here. Yeah. Uh, it starts with like the generation of Jade and it's a bit more like heavy rock, a bit screamy. Yeah. You know, we know in wrestling, if you turn heel, you get screaming music. Yeah. <sighs> she's so evil. We see uh, Nikita Lyons backstage who wishes Zoe Stark good luck for this match. Uh, this is winner faces Mandy at uh, Heatwave, yes, right? Yes, yes. And then we get a video, weird video package for Gigi and JC from Toxic Attraction. Oh, man. This, this show just keeps coming. And it's talking about how they're dealing with music. And the it kind of it started off like uh, almost like a baby face video. Yeah. Like how... We've, we're dealing with these loss and we're regrouping and we're going to pick ourselves up. And then you just see them like strutting down the road and they pass like a rock music record shop. They're in a record store. And uh, JC's in there and she's like, oh, rock music just talks to me. It's who I am. Rock music is my release. It this, doesn't give a damn. I bet, you know what her favorite rock song is? I bet she wears like a, a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. And at karaoke, she sings, I love rock and roll. <laughs> yes, that, that that's, how, that's how rock, I think, JC Jane is. Well, Gigi says she doesn't play by the rules. Gigi, don't play by any rules. She's at the bar. She's having a drink. And she says, toxic attraction lives that rock star life. And a wounded human is the most dangerous kind of animal as she smashes the glass on the floor. You needed Hank at this bar to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Don't go smashing glasses on floors. Well, we know that if NXT comes to your town, don't let them into your bar, specifically Toxic Attraction, because they'll just trash it for no reason. Uh, also, no one else at this bar. If I was the bartender yeah. and one yeah. girl, like if Gigi Dolan came into my yeah. bar, just sat, had a drink, and then just smashed and walked out, I'd just be like, what the, okay. who the hell was that? All right. Uh, first of all, JC, if she picks up a Ramon's... Greatest hits record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're such a big rock and roll music fan, JC, name all the rocks. Let's go. Tell me. Tell me, JC. JC, do you wear a GNR shirt when you go to see GNR? Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's all right. But it was really funny that it just cuts to her in a record shop. Yeah. Because they've been trying to just be bad guys who just were were hot. Yeah. That's literally the only character we've gotten from them. And now all of a sudden... We like rock we and like roll rock and music, roll, baby. Also, we go to the bar and play pool when no one else is there. Gigi Against is playing no pool one. by Against herself, no one. drinking a drink, and then smashes it on the ground. I, I just this was so funny. I was laughing my ass off watching this. So I, funny. I hate all the like the face of JC Jane, especially. Just is always pulling these faces, and it's yeah. trying to be like sexy, but I'm like. Why are you pulling that face? You yeah. look weird. Yeah. Why are you stood in a record shop pulling these so faces? Funny. Don't you shop like that when you're at a <laughs> record store? What, my tongue? Just sticking my tongue out? <laughs> licking my lips? So I'm about to buy a Coldplay album? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need someone to fix you. Yeah. Uh, they need to fix this. This is, uh, I, I, I like that they're like not just moving on, but like they're like saying, like, hey, we lost, but we're going to bounce back. But it just felt so forced it didn't feel yeah it feels really fake it didn't feel authentic and 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 for for two people that like look this way are pro wrestlers probably are really fucking cool in real life why is it doing such the opposite from from like what you're trying to do i don't think it's that hard 
you look at these two with their toxic attraction hangouts that they've been doing. You could have just put them at a club mm. and with the voiceover dubs, them at a booth. You know, mm. everyone wants to be around them because they're toxic attraction. They're, you know, three hot girls is what they're going for. Mm. But instead, it's them at a record store buying the most fucking generic. They're saying rock music and mm. all this shit. It's like, wait, what the I fuck? love the rock music. Yeah, it's <laughs> hello, fellow kids. You like, uh, it's just it's just really odd. So it was really funny. Uh, I do think like the way they were going with it, they had like intentions. Okay, we'll give you an edge and make you still stand strong. But it, it didn't, it definitely didn't hit that way. It was very funny and very laughable. Mm. But I, I like Gigi Dolan. I, I always liked her on the indies and I thought she did have a bit of an edge, but... It seems ever since, since this is very watered down and uh, as like her drink, I'm sure, in this segment. Mm. But uh, I'm going to do this when we go to next time we go out tomorrow night, tonight. When we go to karaoke, I'm going to finish my smash drink. Smash the glass. Just smash it on the ground. Let's yeah. see what happens. Thought was on, wasn't it, on the other channel today. We kept flicking because uh, sometimes our TV would freeze. So we'd flick yeah. to another channel and Thought was on. And that's the best bit. This drink. I like it. Smash. Another. <laughs> smash. <laughs> that's GG. Yeah. Uh, Apollo Cruz is being interviewed. And he says, uh, that was a huge win over Roddy, and the whole world saw it. Yes, you heard it here first. The whole world. Forget the AEW Dynamite and Raw ratings. The whole world watched NXT 2.0 tonight and saw Apollo Crews beat Roddy. I want Apollo Crews to go further into this future thing. They should be like, oh, Apollo Crews, uh, uh, I'd like a second. I'd like a little interview here. And he'll just like put his... like." hand to his head be like sorry this interview's over <laughs> and just walk off just start doing things like be the heel future teller he sees vince's fight like eventual hall of fame induction in 10 years time <laughs> he sees everything so yeah. like why does he even need to bother like yeah. yeah uh yeah he says i don't like roddy and i don't trust that guy but i'm gaining the momentum now and that i kind of like this i know the the momentum word is used a lot in wrestling but that first promo when he came in, he was like, I want to challenge Bron, but I feel like I need to kind of rack up my wins here. So I kind of got that as pointing to that. Okay, I've got a big win over Roddy. I'm like making my way towards that title picture. Hmm. Uh, where Grayson Waller mo- uh, walks in and starts mocking him and celebrating his win. Uh, he shuts down Mackenzie and goes, well, let's ask some actual proper questions here. And he's going, why are you here he says, on behalf of 2.0, we don't want you here. And I've already ran one guy out of here, which I assume he's talking about Johnny. Gargano. Yeah. So a, another little reference we haven't had for a while. Yeah. And I'll do it again. And Apollo goes, all right, do it. Come on, do it. Hit me. Do it. Fight me. I ain't going nowhere. So this hasn't been confirmed for Heatwave, but I imagine maybe in two weeks. We'll get, we'll this, get match. this match. Yeah, I mean, the the biggest question coming out of this segment is where did Grayson Waller get that shirt? Oh, beautiful shirt. I I did see Grayson's uh, DMs are open on uh, oh yeah on Twitter, so I messaged him, uh, mate. You gotta let me know where you got that shirt you wore tonight on two point I need it. So as always, I'm gonna throw to you our uh, up next experts to. To help me out. Yeah, we need to get David this we shirt. We need to get this. We need to get this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet him now. I mean, if you if you listen to us for a little while, you've heard Davey talk about his watermelon shirt, mm-hmm. and then you've heard me talk about my jellyfish shirt. We like we like really uh, colorful shirts. I did see a guy wearing a different jellyfish shirt the other day. Oh yeah, at a concert I was at, and I, I didn't. I wanted to ask him where he got the shirt, but I couldn't do it. 
was a little too lit, so I'll just um, find it on Amazon. It was probably Winners. Like where I got mine. Winners and Marshalls. Marshalls, baby. Yeah. JC Penny. Uh, well, I hope I hope Grayson gets back to you and lets you know where he buys. Me too. Uh, I keep shirt. asking Ethan Page as well. I I guess they they maybe just they want shop to keep to, it they know, Yeah, they know maybe. like the spots to get online. Yeah, yeah. But help sure. me out. Uh, retweet my tweet. You want to know where the shirt's from? It was nice. Uh, we go to Cora Jade versus Zoe Stark in our main event. Uh, Mandy Rose joins commentary and said nothing. <laughs> Vic even at one point goes. Mandy, hey, you're, you're here. You're really quiet. And she goes, yeah, well, I'm, I'm focusing. I'm going to face one of these people next week, which, which makes sense. But it was definitely like, normally you get someone on commentary. It's like, come on, bring, bring something. Yeah, the heat. Mandy clearly didn't have anything to bring. So it's like, ah, I'm just watching the match. Focusing. Sounds like a normal episode of NXT focusing. when Mandy's on TV. Mm. Uh, so Zoe hits this like cool looking seated springboard twisting senton uh, to Cora. Cora comes back with some clotheslines, applies this neck crank submission that Zoe manages to turn into a roll-up for a two-count. Uh, Cora then goes for her knee to the face in the ropes, but gets caught and just dumped by Zoe. And then Corey, uh, sorry, Cora goes for her stick, her new weapon. Her stick. What Get else the do stick. I call it? Get it's, the strap. It's like a black kendo stick or something. It's a pipe. It's a pole. It's like a, a really bougie, like... Uh, Dust, dust broom handle. I don't know yeah. what it is, to be honest. And she goes to swing at Zoe, but Zoe ducks and hits uh, this released German suplex, just dumping her on her head. Yeah, they replayed it a bit, a bunch, where it looks like Cora almost like lands on her like neck or yeah. head or something. I hope she's all right. Zoe then hits a running drop kick to the side of the face, and then another big release German again, dumping her on her head. But Jade starts to fight back, hits a hammerlock DDT, followed by sliced bread for a two. And now Roxy shows up at ringside and has the stick. Stick talk. And this distracts Cora and Zoe hits her with, still need a name, the big flipping knee to the face. <laughs> it's like a GTS, but like, yeah, flipping GTS. Spinning GTS knee thing. lift, crazy move. And just points at Mandy as she's pinning Cora for the one, two, three. And after the match, Perez goes to attack Cora with the stick. Uh, but... Uh, but Cora runs off and Mandy goes to attack Zoe, but Zoe catches her with the flipping knee strike. Yeah, even Mandy gets, get, catches that knee to the face there. So and NXT ends with Zoe Stark holding the NXT Women's Championship up high, which, as we know in wrestling, means usually you ain't winning. <laughs> Ghost titling yeah. means you're not walking out champ. Uh, yeah, this match was all right. It had some cool stuff um, between the two of them, um, but it... It was. It had some some stuff that I also wasn't super into as well. I could like you could. You didn't need to be Apollo Cruz to see the finish coming with Roxy interrupting with the yeah. the pipe and everything, which which makes sense. So that matches next week as well. Yeah. So we've got Cora yeah. versus Roxy next week, as well as uh, Mandy versus uh, Zoe. Yes. Uh, and I think Zoe's great. I think she her moves look really like unique, and she's she. Clearly knows what she's doing. One of the more experienced women on the roster. Uh, yeah, like I don't think it's going to be the end of Mandy's reign, but maybe we were talking the other week about EO. Obviously, EO's not there now. She's yeah. on main roster. Uh, I could definitely see the Cora Roxy match. Us not properly getting it next week. Hmm. Um, getting some kind of 
strewy thing with it because uh, it's quite a lot of matches next week and i think that's a big feud at the moment that you would probably stretch put on on like the the premium live event yeah they want to try to make it like the gargano champa yeah thing definitely. so i can see it being non-finishy next week and maybe not going too long uh, overall, this week's episode had some really head-scratching, funny stuff that wasn't supposed to be funny. Uh, definite the future stuff with Diamond Mine in the vision, the green vision of them just dying. I guess they're dying mine. Uh, and then also, like, the, the Tiffany Stratton, Wendy Chu stuff was kind of weird at the goggles. Like, just more nonsense, really. But then I did get some some good wrestling. Roderick Strong and Apollo Crews had a really sweet match. And uh, I, I I got into the rounds thing. It was different, so I definitely got into it, and I think it helped elevate them. Like I said, yeah, I the rounds match and the uh, Apollo Roddy match definitely for me. I, I thought the yeah there was some good in ring stuff tonight, and the the head stretching stuff was at least entertaining to talk about. Like I got a laugh yeah, I I got a laugh out of a lot of stuff on the shows, particularly the the future stuff. But there's a lot of stuff on the show that every week. It seems every week they, they have an overrun. And I'm like, dude, does this show need to be two hours long? And not even that. Does this show need to be two hours, five minutes long? Like, yeah. They always go over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, even if it's by minutes. like a minute, they still go over eight minutes. Like, it's normally eight why? minutes the overrun. Why? Because we needed to see Andre Chase throw all his shit after getting his hand shaken by Thea Hill. Like, they, they put in so much extra shit on this show that it's like, instead of like, not doing that like do what nxt did before was like hey this week these people aren't featured but that's like next i week. think the i the idea for the overrun i i think is not necessarily for the people watching the show it's for the people who are tuning in to watch whatever movie's coming on next or the news or what, whatever's movie, after. Usually, yeah and then you see the end of the main event and you go oh what was that and you might check it out next week right. i think that's the idea of it not so us Watching it can get another three minutes in the main event. It just always feels like they go over a lot. So it's, oh, it's every week. Yeah. Every week they get the overrun. Um, but I will say, I think next week's show is looking pretty good. You've got yeah. Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade. Carmelo Hayes versus Giovanni Vinci for the North American title. Santos Escobar versus Tony D'Angelo in a street fight. Mandy Rose versus Zoe Stark for the NXT Women's Championship. And Bron Breaker versus JD McDonough for the NXT Championship. Yeah. I think uh, that sounds pretty good. It has some some interest for sure. Braun Breaker, JD McDonough could put on a pretty interesting match considering the story with him being kind of a psycho and, and all that joint manipulation stuff. And Braun being Braun, it could be pretty entertaining. But the match with the most interest for me is Carmelo Hayes versus Giovanni Vinci. That just sounds like I hope they get a lot of time. I hope we get a yeah. a lot of great wrestling from the, the both of them, and I can definitely see that being match of the night. Tony D and Santos in a street fight—that actually sounds pretty fun as well. Let, let Tony D'Angelo can wrestle. It's the blow off, and I do think there's interest in the result with yeah. that stipulation that's been added. And then obviously, Corey Jade, Roxanne Perez—the feud going on—it makes sense. You're calling the fact that it's like going to be maybe some sort of messy finish to kind of prolong this feud. That also makes sense. Maybe Roxy gets you know quote-unquote injured or something that definitely stretches maybe this is when commander aziz commander zod shows up yeah you could do that true. or maybe you know, she has a different backup or, or something along those lines there's that um but uh what are what about uh win- winners for next week you think braun breakers beating jd mcdonough i think so yes yeah go braun retains for sure mandy rose retaining as well 
I, just, I mean, I, I've said this every title defense. I think it's ran its course. Um, just what's more interesting? Who, who, who else is there to challenge Roxy? I guess Roxy gets her rematch at some point, and True. then you add that True. in the feud with Cora. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, otherwise, is is Zoe a better choice? I don't know. I don't know. Carmella be better Hayes. for match quality for sure. Yeah. But- I don't maybe, know if she feels hot enough to really take it yet. Maybe Mandy versus Cora versus Roxy at the Triple next threat. one. Yeah. You could do that. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo Hayes retaining. That one could go either way. That one's definitely. I, I think so. I can see us getting that title for title match at some point with Braun. The A champion. Mm. Tony D beating Santos, sending him packing to the main roster. Yeah. Could see that happening. And, uh, yeah, depending on what happens with Cora Jade and Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Cora Jade winning, I guess, in some sort of heel way. Yeah, I could see that. Something like that. But, yeah, uh, I hope the wrestling is strong. I'm sure they might add a match or two as well. That's mm-hmm. that's five matches that we've been chatting. But if they add Apollo Waller, maybe, or Wes, someone. I, I don't yeah. know. There's a few different. Oh, uh, Pretty Deadly, Briggs and Jensen. They mm-hmm. could add that as well. But uh, by the time you're listening to this. That's, that's quite, there's five matches announced yeah. for next week. I think that's enough. Yeah. Uh, Probably stuff announced for the following week coming up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what we thought this week. Do we have any feedback? Yes, we do we have start? some feedback. First, in the Facebook group, if you haven't joined already, UPNXT Facebook group, uh, the Up Next podcast page and group on Facebook. If you still have Facebook, hey, join it. Corey writes in, tonight's episode, quite frankly, was not good at all. The best match was Roddy Apollo, and even then I found it hard to care since neither person has any sort of real in-ring charisma. Lash continuing to get a spotlight while other better women than her get little to no TV time is baffling. And then the main event while fine in the ring was completely dragged down by Mandy being completely uninterested in being there and sounded absolutely miserable on commentary kind of makes her interview where she complained about still being an NXT make her look even worse. Meanwhile, women like Saray get screwed over by absolutely terrible booking just so they can try to make Mandy a thing. Despite the fact that she has like negative levels of interest right now, it seems like they are splitting her up from the rest of toxic attraction as well, I guess, because they didn't feature her in that. That's true. Okay. If they were trying to sell people on Heatwave next week, they failed miserably in every aspect. Even Raw was better last night. But hey, to end on a positive note, provided there isn't a shock elimination in the women's tag tournament next week, you guys are likely going to see Asuka Alexa versus Io Dakota at the Toronto Raw. Nice. Nice. All right. That is something I think if you were to take the title off Mandy and distance her from Toxic Attraction, but keep Gigi and JC together... You could always have her go back and maybe team with Sonya. If if they want to make this, if maybe one of the new focuses of the new regime is to actually try and make this tag division legit on the main roster. Yeah. I think Mandy's Mandy's better off being in a team with Sonya than on her own. Yeah, sure. Uh, we go to Sean who says, ladies carried the show tonight. Nikki and Kiana had a decent, sorry, Nikita and Kiana had a decent if low stakes opening match where honestly, I thought Kiana looked more impressive. After that, there was a huge dead zone in the middle of the show. The rounds match was a massive disappointment, particularly considering how much better NXT UK has used the rounds matches in the Heritage Cup. Why the hell were they actually boxing? It was just stupid. Things finally picked up again with Roddy and Apollo putting on a predictably good match. The show then ended with a solid main event between Zoe and Cora that did a good job leading into Heatwave. Other than that, the show felt like I imagine Malik and Anofi felt having to listen to Lash Legend. 
Hopefully, Heatwave serves as a chance for the new regime to make some adjustments to 2.0 and also suggests Zoe's finisher should be the Zoe to sleep. Nice. There we go. That does make sense. Yeah, Yeah, why not? Uh, Well, hey, thanks, guys, for writing in. And thank you for listening to us chat all about some NXT 2.0. Yes, it's still 2.0. Maybe Triple H will get his paws all over it and change it back to the way he seemed to like things but hey he's changing wrestling right now i, so I think you're not going to see big changes until the next ple you know oh, recruit, like okay. the next like performance center yeah like we just had the what the trials tryouts yeah um maybe moving away from your bigger guys so might get more of that indie feel that you bring in sure but yeah they're still doing some goofy shit there a lot of real but, like, goofy shit let's not forget it's not like they weren't doing goofy shit before sure. 2.0 sure we had the way we had uh, Ted DiBiase, we've we've yeah. had a bunch of hey, weird those are stuff. Great in things. the days. I don't know what well. you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, get out of here. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you listening. We will be doing some dynamite chat with John Pollock Wednesday night on the Post Wrestling YouTube, and then that will be on the Post Wrestling podcast feed. Go check us out. Uh, hanging out with Pollock, chatting all about some dynamite, and of course, again, Patreon.com/slash up next five bucks for. All these podcasts, almost I think even over 500 podcasts there, best matches ever, the the movie reviews, the retro pay-per-view reviews, it's all up there, including our Heat Wave 98 coming out. But so many things, it's only five bucks. We would love for you guys to check us out and let us know what you think. But uh, at Up Next Podcast on Twitter to go see if Grayson Waller ever lets us know where he got that. He's a heel. Sure. He's not going to. He's not to, going to. Yeah, no. he's going to say something real cheeky to you, mm. I bet. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter. And I'm on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. And I can see the future. It's time for us to go. Goodbye. Oh, no. Oh. Ahoy. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 